What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl AB in another episode of 30 Flirty and Thriving. I'm so excited. I'm here with the Ultimate Bachelor. Versus the Ultimate Bachelor. Versus the Ultimate We're Bachelor. We're supposed to be changing the name. We'll get it together. Nonetheless, <laughs> I'm excited because I have Larik back on the show. He was on the Yes, was good. I'm so happy to have you here. You got a lot going on. Man. We're going to talk about it in just a minute. And we also have Paris Noel here on the show. What's going on with you? Was good. All yeah. right, y'all. So, man, I'm so excited to have y'all in the room. I was I was trying to make it happen, all the coordinating schedules and everything, because you guys both have a lot going on right now, and I want to talk about it. I know it's a lot of people sure. that's looking out for you and waiting for stuff to drop and waiting to see what you got going on next. So let's let's get right on into it. Larry, sure. you can talk a little bit about some of the things that you've been doing. Oh uh, man, um, hey, that's a loaded question. I mean, what aspect? Because you know, <laughs> I'm writing, producing. You know, I'm still doing the artist thing. Um, you know, networking, running my label, signing artists, signing producers, you know, rubbing elbows with everybody. For sure. So I see you. So let's talk about, because I follow you on Instagram, and so I I was living vicariously through you for a hot second. <laughs> I was like, this this fool's at the Grammys. He's taking pictures with Life yeah. Jennings, which is like my ultimate person. I I love Life Jennings music. I don't know. I you, just feel you, like. You know, it's, you know it's, it was funny about that, the Life Jennings, that was here. Oh, see, now I'm mad. He was in the city, and I didn't even, you could have been like, yo. But there's a good thing, because he gave me his personal number, so I can arrange that. Uh, <laughs> he, he happened, he's working on the album. And so when we linked, he was like, I was like, is it closed? He was like, nah. So he was like, well, shoot, take my number down. And so, and he lives in Atlanta, so I probably right. don't want to go to Atlanta. So is it his last album? Because I don't know. You know, look, real, real, people that's really creative and they love music i mean the they last never. album really happened after the casket come because yeah. you know not especially it's nowadays really with, with, i ain't gonna say labels are obsolete but we don't even really need major labels to do what it is that we need to do because of social media and the way that you know internet is doing what it's doing so i mean I, I, look whenever it come i'll be in in hospice yo <laughs> yo dj i need i need more volume right. you know what i'm saying right. for sure it's, it's certain people that I feel like I'm a fan. I don't care how popping you are, how not popping you are. If you hot, if you not, I'm list. I'm just riding with you. And he's one of them people. I don't care if he, everybody's like, oh, he watched. I'm a listen to him. You would have loved that then because he performed uh, like like three, four records, and then Carrie Hilson came up, did hers, and then Legacy absolutely shut the place down. What? It was it was insane. Yeah. Was See, that's what I'm saying. I had to live vicariously through you. Wait, you had a you had a video go viral recently. Talk yeah. about that. Yeah. So that's that's weird. So so I was in Atlanta, and I um I had a meeting with this uh executive. We got some uh, real big business on the floor. Uh, Divine Stevens. Um, you know he he put Akon on, put a whole bunch of people on, and A like he's really heavy in the game. Has been for years. And uh, so when we was out at the bistro, um, <clears throat> he wound up going and, and making a phone call. So I'm sitting at the table. And then uh, T.I. comes and sit next to me. And he had some, you know, a couple of his entourage with him. So I actually know Tip through his nephew. I'm real cool with Kareem because Kareem is, is uh, his nephew. So, you know, when um, T.I. was talking about, you know, my sister died and, and all that, that was Kareem's mom. Mm -hmm. So I think some years back, right before uh, Tip had went, well, when Tip had caught that case, right before he went to, to prison and did that bid, the concert that he did at Shane Park. Like he had, you know, 
us, Kareem, me, myself, we up on the stage with him, like right to the right of DJ booth, just, you know, while he going in and doing it. So that was like a real great experience. So I knew him from then. So that was just my segue conversation piece. Like, yo, you know, Tip, good to see you again. You know, um, my condolences to, to you and your sister. You know, I'm real cool with Kareem, blah, blah, blah. And I did that. And he was like, all right, bet, respect. So it was, it was cool. So that was the long and the short of the conversation on the inside. So <clears throat> I proceeded to finish my meeting up with uh, Divine, and we sitting at one area uh, at the table. And so w- what's weird is that literally the table over, the dude that had the, the whole Gucci outfit on was sitting there, and, and he was we talking back and forth the whole night, you know, just talking. Tip was over there in the corner and uh, over there with his people. So I was wondering if T.I. had seen him or not, but I knew once everybody got up, and started walking around. I just knew the way that the atmosphere was set. There was no way that T.I. wasn't going to say nothing to this kid. So, anyway, um, we go up. You know, T.I. had his uh, his Bentley truck, the Bentley I guess, sitting, you know, right on the outside. And uh, we go out. So, me and Divine off, you know, playing records. I'm playing up some of my records or whatever. And then, uh, you know, tip on the phone, handling business, you know, yada, yada, back and forth. And and dude, I guess once he finished his food, he just, uh, he floated kind of like out to the, the middle area out there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, all I know is I wind up looking, and the weird thing is my footage, I wasn't the first one that pulled the camera out. Right. Um, when you're around, and I, man, I got so many stories, I've been around different celebrities or whatever, it's really not customary <coughs> that when you're around them, that you just whip open the phone. Right, I'm in sure. the industry. Yeah, I can imagine. So, so I know that's not what Keep we do. Down, yeah. Literally, the only reason why I did it was because the two guys that was with him were like in three feet in front of him like this. And I was like, okay, cool. That's the signal. It's yeah. cool. So I'm off in the, in the left, and I just whipped my phone open because Tip was kind of like going in. So yeah. I, if you if you look when the footage start, you see it was kind of far away. Then it zoomed in a little yeah. bit. That was me zooming. So right. I zoomed, and I kind of like caught it. And, and, you know, you hear me chuckling in the background when he was like, I look better than you and all this shit. So I'm, I'm rolling. It was hilarious. So um, caught the moment. Um, you know, tip left, finished up my meeting. I didn't think nothing of it. So normally, like, when I'm around that type of whatever, whenever, you know, I posted a few minutes after. Mm-hmm. I posted it, and uh, uh, I was uh, talking to Big Vine because I was out there with, with Vine. You know who Vine is, uh, you know, a heavy hitter in the game, producer, writer, networker, um, businessman, manager, all that. <clears throat> so Vine was like, man, you got to get that over to the shade room. I was like, Okay, cool. How do, what do I do? He was like, man, inbox them. Say this is my footage. Woo, woo, woo. I inbox it. I never forget. It was like three about three fifteen, about three fifty two. It was sitting on eight hundred thousand views. Oh, wow! And then an hour and a half later, it was like two point two. And I'm like, this just went dumb viral. This, I'm looking at it right now. So it was it was a week ago, and it's got over three million views on the shade room. On right the now. shade room, and so but that don't that now look. What's weird is that doesn't show. That doesn't show. Um, what it did on Vlad TV and then all the other subtitles. Mm-hmm. But the weird, the, the super weird thing is I'm, I'm in a studio the other day and I get a phone call and they're like, yo, man, that's my, that's your footage up on up on Complex. Complex ran the story on Everyday Struggle with DJ Academics and them. Uh-huh. And they have over like 3.5 million viewers but and they ran it live. So but, and here's why I think it's important is because I know Ti is very outspoken about yeah. a lot of a lot of issues and I think sometimes people are like yeah right you just look at the cloud like you you know what I mean but to see him behind the scenes 
So yeah. that's the original. The original is a minute and fifty. Okay. Yeah, a minute and fifty three seconds long. Okay. And so you know when you put it on Instagram, mm-hmm. it cut it down, it yeah. trim it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Crazy. that it's to see him in you know in his a natural setting, being caught off guard, mm-hmm. talking about the same stuff that he talks about. So it's not clout chasing. He's really passionate uh, about this yeah, stuff. For real. Yeah. Like literally, if none of us whipped out our camera, he would have legit had that conversation. Absolutely. With, with and he was not ter- putting on for the camera, and mm-hmm. he was like serious about it. So I mean, I, gotta watch it. I don't even know. I, here, can I, we? <clears throat> you want to put it on right now? Uh, well, let's go here and then we'll go because I'm trying to hear. Well, I know we about to get to Bob. Say while we on this topic, we might just. They can't see it. it though. Well, we, you can add it to it later, can't you? But you're a trick. I know. See, yeah. got it. Got yeah, it. run the one, run the one that's on um on the shade room because that one only like 53 seconds. Yep. I'm. Oh, the one that's on the shade room. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You Just got play it. What? <laughs> oh, up there. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, man. Uh, and I just seen us the other day. Like that, well, I, that I creeped me up. It. I'm not watching it. See, that's why I don't watch scary movies. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not scared Yo. of it. Because I don't know what's out Yo. there. I'm playing that. Can you hear it? I thought somebody was about to come in with a mink scarf on and some scissors, that. like, like. Uh, you hear it? Yeah. something really like we make the shit pop yeah. we wear it we make it yeah. pop so if you out here rock, rocking it like really it was a certain segment of people that was rocking that shit yeah. before yeah. you know pop celebrities or hip-hop celebrities started making it more right. common or whatever and now that's what people want well, like people will go to spend a tax break fund to get a gucci yeah, belt or whatever like the the, the the weird thing is you know i've, I've heard multiple people make comments uh, about tip kind of like in a in a negative manner like oh you an older cat you know sit down or you know you used to wear the shit well Part of his argument as to why he was so offended by the Gucci, you know, doing what they did is he literally remember his post. He said, as a million dollar a year customer of yours, I'm super offended. Now, think about this. This this 2019 come you done just went and spent a million dollars worth of all the new latest Gucci stuff. And then you pull some racist shit like that. And now all of this shit is in your closet. This is wasted money. I can't wear this shit. I can't stand behind it. Mm-hmm. I would be pissed too. Absolutely. When you really think about it. So it ain't really about the clout or trying to use it. Now he does has his, have, have his own clothing line, uh, a coup. Now it'd have been different if, if it's like, oh yeah, well Gucci doing this little man, don't mess with them. You know, try a coup. Like he didn't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You'll never even hear him mention it in that vein. As to, you know... And I'm always going to be devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah no problem. And so, <clears throat> my thing is, you wear the stuff. Like, you supporter for them. You a million-dollar customer. I, th- I think you can go a different route and, and 
educate more, educate more working with the company and, and bridging that gap, right? Then you can just saying we done with it. Does that make sense? That makes sense, but you gotta that that's if you are ignoring the sensitivity to what was implied. Like that sambo shit was real. Like that, you know, um the the blackface thing, you really gotta tap into the for real, for real offense on on what's attached to that. Because yeah, I don't think it's the person I don't think like it's T.I.'s job to go to Gucci and be like, hey, let's work together. Like yeah. he's like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm boycotting that. I'm not wearing it. I'm yeah. not giving you a million dollars. And then Gucci needs to come to him and be like, hey, listen, man, we fucked up. Yeah. This is what we want to do to make it up to you. And, and you know, the thing is, it, see, he something had to be done because, you know, how they say if you give a person an inch, you know, they'll take a mile. Sure. Yeah. Prada fucked up before them. And I don't know if people remember that. They, they, they had the little monkey chain mm-hmm. with the long yeah, arms yeah. and then the big fat ass red lips yeah. and and it was a it was like hanging off of purses and hanging off people chains and it's just like how can you you know people saying oh well we think that people being hypersensitive if if if, if somebody made a caricature of your mama and and and, and put it on their shirt and said this bitch here like you Sure. Well, because well, everybody you, else on the planet be like oh you being hypersensitive right, and then you sure. like that's my mama like no right. so you got you got to uh I you know, that. you feel me? I, my thing is like, and I was being a devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I said, yeah. Being the yeah, yeah because who's sitting in the boardrooms making these final decisions on designs? That's, a, that's what I'm thinking. It, I'm like, somebody it's saw older this white shit people. before somebody it came out. It's older white people that's in the boardroom. <coughs> that's making the decisions. Like, oh, yeah, that looks great. Go ahead. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's the people making the decisions. So they, it would be a great opportunity for them to reach out to people who are boycotting, who are value custody of right. them, and say, hey, we want to work together. Maybe you'd be like, an advisor on the board or whatever to be like, oh, okay. But, but my thing is, if you think, I don't know for a fact, but I imagine that probably happened. What? I'm sure Gucci reached out to all the celebrities that were, uh, were calling I, for a boycott. I guarantee you they just didn't say quiet. I guarantee you. You know what? I, I don't I don't know if they did or not because I think it would have been a, a a story like people would have you know they would have been like like 50, 50 story would have been like yeah no no don't don't call me trying to say sorry right, now right. and then he would have burned I can see that. you know what I'm saying I can like see I, I think you know we talking about like billion dollar companies right. so sometimes it's easy for them to be like oh well you know we got to, oh y'all mad okay well we might take a you know yeah. quarterly quarterly loss of twenty million sure. but you know at the end. See, this is the thing. At the end of the day, well, we really didn't want you motherfuckers wearing the shit anyway. Eighty sure. percent of our clientele is coming from, right. from white people in Europe anyway. So right. if you motherfuckers don't wear, fuck y'all. Right. And and so it's that attitude that adds more sting to the fact that you had the nerve to put something on a clothing line, put it out there that's literally disrespecting the shit out of my people. And then, right. oh well, you been yeah, well, we didn't got five, ten years of your money anyway. Right. If you fall off, we're still gonna be okay and still fuck you. You know, and that's that's not cool. What they're not you, will, I guarantee you, they will not make a Gucci shirt on uh, that that come out that have a whole bunch of saltine crackers. That's I was on the, they're not gonna <laughs> right, do that. Right. And guess what? If they do, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. They're going to be like, oh, well, because those companies don't truly give a fuck. They 100%. don't. And I think it's really unfortunate because that's, that's like, <clears throat> millions of dollars of user-generated content that their company has yeah, in yeah. free advertising. However, it is an opportunity for people to start promoting and supporting small businesses, mm-hmm. minority-owned businesses, women-owned businesses, and 
fucking promote their content, wear their shit or whatever instead. Because I'm like, if you go through any celebrity's Instagram, you're going to see them Gucci'd out yeah. or whatever. And it's like, wear something where it's like, oh, where you get that from? What designer is that? Right. So that the people will go and support these small businesses, these minority-owned businesses, these women-owned businesses, instead of going and giving more money to an already ridiculously rich company. Right. Full of old white people. I mean, you know, the, and I, and like you said, playing devil's advocate, mm. um, the, the dude who had the stuff on, he was cool. Like I said, we sure, we yeah. talked, a little, and then what was funny, uh, in the DM, uh, I, I hit him up, up like, man, we, we didn't went viral, and, and we had a, like, you know, cool little right. conversation. Because it, it was never, it was never, like, confrontational. Yeah, if, right. If you, when you see the whole footage at right. the end, like, they, like you, you would have to play it, and you would see, like, man, you know, it's just good to be. He's like, I never thought that my first conversation with the great T.I. would be a debate. But, you know, happy to have the debate for you. And they shake, shook hands and they embraced and everything right. was cool. Yeah. Um, but one of, one of his things was, and I think maybe, like, close to where uh, it was about to fade out on a little 53-second clip. He was like, you know, but you wear this. Uh, you wear other stuff, and then you drive that that, that car. Like, who's, who's to say that the company that made Bentley, that right. it ain't, you know, you know, more than half of the people there in their races um, that that, that right. don't like you. And, and Tip's thing was, well, the minute they are bold enough to say, you know, hey, hey, right. niggers, uh, Bentley doesn't like you either. Then right. he'll maybe he'll stop driving. Well, not maybe, right. but he'll stop yeah. driving the Bentley at, right. at at that point. Sure. But you know, it's it's really the thing is is it should be love across the board because the, I'm, I promise you, there's people in Ford Motor Company yeah. that don't like us. Oh. There's people and and everything that you can name that right. that that there is some racial divide in there. So do we just stop? Do we all walk around naked right. so that we don't put right. money in the in the pockets of people mm-hmm. who are racially stupid? Right. There's right. no way of getting around it. So him bringing awareness, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, sure. more people should. What's up? Both of y'all too. I got questions Wait, about okay. music stuff. Oh, yeah, and I know we, I, we got to get I'm paid. Joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. We've been going on and on. we got to attend. We ain't even got to Paris yet. I know. It's all good, You've been so quiet, you could have jumped in at man, any time. Man, I'm saying. What's your take on it? Man, <laughs> look, it's early as hell, it man. It is early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being 100. But no, man, I mean, I'm just, I kind of really like um, more so on the end of things where it's it's about choice, you know? about choice right. so we got a choice to see where if someone is doing something drastically or disrespectful or anything of that nature i mean it's common sense man that's just my take on it it's sure. just that simple it's just common sense you know so if you feel the need to you know do what you need to do or you feel like you want to support it i mean that's your choice but just at the end of the day just know your integrity is being compromised by doing so you feel right. what I'm saying? So I, I think people think too in depth into it because this is something that's been going on for, you know, years. hundreds of years now at this point. So it's like it's about us as choice. We got to make the choice. If we don't make the choice, it's never going to be a change. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. We can sit here and dissect it as much as possible we can about T.I. and his debates and with these young people that are still in the adolescence mindset and not understanding what is actually going on in the real damn world. You know, but it's like at the end of the day, we know that's like beating a dead horse with them. Some don't care. You know what I'm saying? They're just there. They're living, you know, in this generation, in this day and age, they're living. They're they're just like, we worry about all that nonsense later. But it's like, it's about choice. You know what I'm saying? Everything brings back. You got to make the choice to be the change. And if you don't make the choice to be the change, then 
there's no there's not going to be any significant change it's just going to sure. be a repetitive cycle over and over and over again they're going to get mad at one moment and you know the whole situation is going to go viral for the time frame that it is is nurtured to go viral and then next thing you know before once again everybody's turning their way finding their way back into the stores it's just like the h&m situation that had its own oh, peak yeah. and then of course after that what happened you know I think people, people pretty vocal about the fact they weren't gonna stop shopping at H and M. I mean, it was just like it's, it's, it's just at this point right now where it's just like you gotta be woke to a degree to where you know all the signs and symptoms or whatever ways and that they may have to not put you to sleep. Right, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? That's how woke you have to be in in, in my sense. So it's just like I said, it's about choice, integrity, and respect, and self dignity, and the whole nine. So it's just. It's common sense to me, you know. For sure. It's so, common sense. So uh, go ahead. I was going to say go ahead and introduce himself now that he's. Yeah. Oh, yeah oh. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm nobody, man. I'm a humble soul, man, from Detroit, Michigan, man. I'm just a musician. That, like, With the Yankees cap on. You know, I mean, it's just a fashion <laughs> statement, <laughs> so don't tell no pun. I'm from Dallas. It's and for long, Rangers are decent now, but yeah. I was always a Yankees. It's no pun intended. That's all. It's just a fashion statement, you know. But, um, man, I'm Paris Noel. Um, like I said, just. A creator. I'm just a creator. I'm all. I, I'll do with the creation outside of, without all the outside interruptions and things of that nature, man. And um, you know, I got a lot of different things going on, but you know, I'm more so humble than anything about it. So you are humble. Talk about know. some of the stuff you have been going on. Um, You've been busy. You've been moving. Yeah, I've been busy. I'm um, working right now. Been touring with uh, Rail Carter from Rock Nation. Um, for about a year and a half now. Actually, getting ready to go to Baltimore this Saturday on the thirtieth. Um, it's uh, something called the Rail Carter Culture Tour that he created. It's an independent base um, artist tour um, powered by, you know, um, Rock Nation a and And it's just formatting a team of people and individuals giving um, artists insight and opportunity to, you know, flourish their skills and their talents and attributes and things of that nature. And, of course, following, you know, along the tour, some great things have been happening. Doors have been open. You know, I'd have been in, in and out of Rock Nation several countless amount of times um you know situations going on right now with title that we have going on we're surfacing and circulating through title rails actually um the a and r on my debut album that i'm actually releasing in may um titled beautifully flawed so i just was out in new york you know putting the finishing touches with track list by list with him as well and then um we just I was actually doing a lot of different things. I linked up with this guy named Sean Pennington when I was actually in LA with Rail. And um Sean is on, on like a talent search right now with Atlantic Records, um, uh, via Craig via Craig Calvin, the the chairman. Craig He's Calvin. a C yeah. Yeah, the CEO of uh, Atlantic Records. So right now I just was out there doing that with him and he's actually brought it here to Detroit. I wanna say about the the day actually of South by Southwest on the eleventh. So I actually was able to help him, you know, set that up and give him studio recommendations for artists to come out. It was just something small, something quick in the city, just one day. Do you know how these industry people do? If, if it's something going on in the city like that, you really going to know about it. Yeah. You know, and they just in and out to do what they got to do and they gone. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually got the BET experience this year to do with um, Sean. So he had hit me up and we just building relationships. And Sean is really, really tied in with a lot of folks, um, you know, as far as with like Oprah and he was out at like Chance the Rapper's uh, um, wedding recently. Like he's a real good guy, you know, he's more so like doing the things on the gospel side of things, but he's 
nurturing musicians and you know as well mm -hmm. you know that are in different genres as well too so i mean my whole thing is just really i just been really like building relationships um we got a lot of different things going on just in particular but the leads of things right now is just what i got going on working with rail um you know we were just been touring just been hitting this road um a lot of different things a lot of different things so you know i'm just that's just what's in a little bit of inside of my world pretty much Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. so I know you ready. Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, so. So for me, I don't want to talk about what you guys are doing. That's why I asked you guys from the start right. what you guys wanted to promote because that's not what I'm going to ask you about. All right. mm -hmm. What I'm going to ask you about is inspiration, right? Okay. Right. So big thing for me in life, and we talked about this the other day when we talked about mental health, right? Like yeah. how you find your little happy lane, mm -hmm. and how you stay in your happy lane and all that, right? So you guys obviously found a passion in, mm -hmm. in music, yeah. and that's the lane you like to be in and operate in. But it's not an easy lane. Right. I mean, because one, you have to have talent. You know what I mean? And and not only do you have to have talent, you have to grow your talent. Uh -huh. you, then you have to have the opportunity, which you're not always making your own opportunity, right? Sometimes you do. Right. And sometimes you don't. Right. And then there's pressure. The jury is kind of out on the talent part, but we'll talk about that. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but but that's a good thing, though, right? Because some... Um, because uh, That's a matter of opinion. Yeah, it's opinion. But at the same time, you've got people <laughs> that can make music that aren't talented, but they're still expressing themselves, right? And right. they're still they lane, right? Yeah. So to me... Just like a movie, right? I, I can go watch any movie, right? I'm not right. going to like every movie the right. same. Right. But I'm watching it the thinking, experience. this is a movie. This is, right. I'm that type of movie, right. movie watcher. Yeah, so like I, someone's I, like, I, that yeah. movie was terrible. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean. I, I would, still won't cut it off. I have right, to watch right. it. Right, I'm going to watch the movie. There's only, there's only one movie I've walked out of where I was like, <laughs> bro, I, I just can't. Right. Um, but other than that. What movie I, was it? Um, I think it was, was it the great, it was The Great White Hype. That movie, The Great White Hype, a long time ago. For me, it was one of the ones with Mr. Bean in it. And I really like Mr. Bean. And that, this movie was so terrible. I literally, I was just like, all right, I, yeah. that's enough. Right. So that's, yeah. so for that, so I say music the same way is that it's not for you, but somebody. And even if it's just for themselves, like they, I, I can't fault someone for wanting to express yeah. themselves. Because that'd be like me saying, like someone draws a picture. Right? right, when you draw a picture, you really don't know what anyone's gonna think. Right, right. I'll be like, man, that, that's terrible. You should stop drawing pictures. Like, right. I can't say that, right? Because just if I don't appreciate it, right? Nobody should lie, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. I mean, so that's yeah. why I look at music. And yeah. so you got, you know, I'll argue with people about Lil Pump. I'll argue with people about about so many different artists that I'm like, yeah, but this type of thing. So, anyways, point is, I want to hear from you guys. One, what made you start? And not like what was the first event that made you start, but like the thought process in your head when you're like, okay, I'm about to do music. So, so for me, I've been singing since I was like two, and had the um, the the pleasure of seeing like my dad and uncles and everything had a band set up in the basement, you know. So I've been seeing like cymbals and keyboards, and that's why I play six instruments now. Right. Um, so the the love was kind of like inserted from as early as I can remember. And then uh, I was a writer, writer before I was a songwriter, like short stories being published in middle school and got the, the free press. Like when I was in eighth grade, the, the front page of it, writing an article about my grandfather. So writing and music was always my life. They but, few, they but what were your grades something. like in English? Oh, no, English and writing, I always excelled. You got good grades. Yeah, I yeah. hate math. That was like okay. my, yeah. So, so I, I always excelled in that. It was just right. like natural God-given uh, talent. Right. So uh, at some point... Um, 
for me, you know, I love the studio experience, the writing and everything. And so mom and dad always, you know, like they always had, you know, great jobs. So they was mom was always either CEO or CFO and dad, you know, you know, VP and all this stuff. So so my thing was I saw them operating and doing the the, the middle class thing right. successfully. And I feel like every generation should do something different. So I didn't have any type of want to be like, okay, well, you know, just, just get a good job, live the right. American lie, which is exactly what it fucking is. You know, go to college, get a degree, and work, and then, you know, work to pay bills to work to pay bills and fuck all right. that. And then so when I figured out that my talent could put me in a, in a position to where I could be the first millionaire in the family and, and, and do different things and not even just money for myself with change of cars, but actually... Right get a platform so that I can maybe, you know, inspire some I'm a, I'm about inspiring people. I done spoke at, you know, anti bullying day for schools and career, countless career days yeah. and stuff like that. So for me, that was the thing. Um And what do your parents say about that? Um well see I'm a, a assistant pastor's kid. I'm a preacher's yeah. kid. So right. because it wasn't gospel because I started off gospel for sure. And when I left left and went secular, it was the it's kinda like well, like we glad you, you know, but I'd rather you do this than sure. to do that. So, it but it was, wasn't don't do it. Um, it wasn't don't. It was like a maybe you should do this <laughs> instead <laughs> of that. Right. It wasn't yeah. a don't. But for me, it was just like you know the love yeah. was there, and yeah. and and every time I got a chance to actually step up to the plate and swing, I kept hitting the ball for some reason, even yeah. you know as a rookie. And so yeah. when I landed my first um, uh, song in the industry with Ray J, I wrote the song Melody for Ray J. That was my first uh, big record. That's sure. why me and Ray J got such a great relationship because yeah. he put me in the game and gave me my opportunity and then he turns around and names his daughter after the song melody yeah so it's like you yeah. know it's, man, it's crazy so yeah. I, I, want, I always want to make like timeless music and so song came out 2005 he re-releases the song in 2018 shoots the video to it puts it out and names his daughter mm-hmm. after my song so, so literally, when I'm old and great, and his daughter is an adult and right. and is talking to, or his daughter is the grandchild. Well, how'd you get the song melody? Well, back in nineteen and <laughs> back in the year two thousand, somebody wrote a song for 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 your great grandfather, and that's yeah. so that's a part of my legacy. If I never make another song ever in life, yeah. hundreds of years from now, you know, I yeah. made a mark. Right. Yeah. So that's really you know. So if I can do that. And I see that being done with music, then, then then why can't I acquire a platform and then inspire other young musicians and other actors and everything? You know, like it, right. like, like like he was saying, well, that was your first movie, first movie. I was able to do this, 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 this. Well, y'all can act and all that. So that was that's what it was for me. Yeah. Um, you mine, sleep on us? man, no, <laughs> no, it ain't nothing like that. No, mine is typically. I just need a. I just wanted to escape. You know right. what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Um, From. Just really kind of falling victim to every day life yeah. you know what i'm saying in particular um just need an escape to get away from being caught into the system and things of that nature and just having my out you know in particular you know so my whole thing is now is creating something that's gonna outlive me to help others live on you think about that both of you when you when you sit yeah. here see this is what i always think about right i'm like one i can't sing that's why i sing in the car by myself right. but uh, i think about if I did do this, right, yeah. I sit here, I sing in front of this mic, and I'll be like, yeah, when I'm done, people are going to feel that. Right. You know what I mean? Or people, you know, down right. the road, people going to want to listen to this. I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. You guys actually think about that? I, I no. mean, my, my, you, yeah, yeah. you see, the thing is, like, 
us as musicians in the beginning stages, we kind of seek for a lot of validation through right. other people. Okay. But it's like the minute that you start to create that process or that niche, you already got the validation sure. in you because you wouldn't have started it from the right, jump. For sure. like, you know, yeah, I, I do a lot of artist development and helping artists get to to where they is, and, I, and and you know whether it's vocal training, whether it's teaching them how to record, and I I literally tell them the minute that you actually stop giving a fuck about how what you do might be perceived, right. the growth is about to be exponential from that point. Right. Because you, you know what I'm saying, when you read and, you, and you're trying to sing it, and then you, so you, it's funny, the human mind is so powerful. So you're reading, you're reading the lyrics, and then you're thinking, okay, dang, did I sing this right? Oh, dang, everybody in the room, I don't want them to make, make right. fun of me. And then, dang, like, are they, you know, how are they going to receive it? Are they going to like it? Or is it going to be a hit? Or is it going to be a flop? This, this is all the stuff that's going in, in, in some of their heads while they're singing. Right. So imagine. So so my thing is, you have to turn your turn all of those voices off, not focus on how they're gonna perceive it, and just do it in your purest form. And that's really when you will not sound like this artist, and not when you just focusing on your own. I think that for artists, when you're when you're a writer, when you're especially when you're singing, whatever it is, if that's your your utmost passion. You're putting all of your vulnerabilities out there. You step in that booth and you're naked to the world. Mm-hmm. So you are like at your rawest form, like shit, people are gonna judge me. People are gonna judge what's coming from my heart and the words that I'm singing. People are gonna judge my voice, which I'm I'm working on to express myself so that other people feel it. And so I think it's really hard. That's probably the biggest thing. I mean, um, I've re- I've wrote since I was eight years old. I've sang all of that. But I think like I, I always say to people, they're like, Why you don't do more? And I'm like, I don't like being behind the scenes because I'm raw and I put myself out there in a lot of other ways, but music is my everything. So to put myself fully out there, I can't. I, like I'm not strong enough for that. Like I, I don't want to be judged on you, my you, biggest you know, passion. You, you know what's funny? And this, this is, and maybe somebody will listen to this and it'll, it'll affect them in, in, a, in, a, in a positive way. So I'm an artist, executive. I, you know, I ain't. I do all that stuff. I, you know, I judge it, a lot of stuff, but just from the standpoint of helping people. You realize, okay, so this man over here, right? Mm-hmm. He sits down and he and he plays me some records. As qualified as I am, I am not qualified to tell him that his viewpoint of the story that he wrote is right or wrong. Right. It is what he felt. It mm-hmm. is what he now if anything, it could be like, well maybe if you delivered this this way or right. or gave it a little bit more or, or you know, something like that. But mm-hmm. what he purely wrote that came from his soul that was based on his experiences I'm not qualified to tell you what you wrote down was wrong or not right. to think. And so when people really understand the power that's in writing, mm-hmm. you're, if you're pouring yourself out, the minute you take that ju- that possible judgment element away, mm-hmm. you ain't going to, the, the freedom you're going to experience is crazy. So I think, I mean, I've been in the studio with you recording mm-hmm. and yeah. you seem like, <laughs> shit, that's like breathing to you. It's second nature. So how did you get to, was it like the first uh, time you walked in a booth, was it like that or? Um, Honestly, I think it just more so becomes second nature, you know. Um, over over time? Or, yeah, over yeah. time. Personal. Uh, freedom, yeah. Um, I would have to say, uh, just more so because people have to understand creativity is a language. You know, so in other words, if you don't really speak my language, you're never going to understand until, you know, you find out later or whatever time it's resonated for you to find out. But those that understand my language, you know, they quite get it. So it's just like at this point right now where creating you, you really have to speak in particular, you know, so I feel like going into the studio is not a job to me. 
it's just more so the um, the vessel, you know what sure. I'm saying, that I'm creating and filtering what I need to, whoever is going to direct to, you know, rather it be somebody next to me or somebody in a whole different coast from me or whatever the case is. I just want to just really keep that same feeling in me that I started in the beginning, and that's just to create, like, without the outside interruption. Like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, all the extra different preservatives and the way I look at creating from the raw without the outside hoorah is how you look at the fruit when it comes fresh off the tree. You know what I'm saying? That freshness, that pureness mm -hmm. of it that it has. You know, that's how I look at it, create, you know. Yeah. And that's the creativity that I want to continue to, the content I want to continue to create. That fresh off the tree feeling. Yeah. Not the, oh, it got to go to the people in the factory and touch to different certain hands and things. I want to give you the pure, the raw, you know, the expression. It's just like we did a segment um, for Tidal, um, Unplugged, for um, a record that I have on my project, and it was just like straight raw acoustic, no recording. I feel like that's the best. I love you know yeah. instruments like <laughs> not the original beat. It was just like all straight through, and then showing diverse diversifying myself as well because doing hip hop and R and B now, you know, is something that I didn't even know. Like I was the one, I was the one coming out the gate, one to be like, look, I want to be the rapper. Mm -hmm. Let me be the rap, rap, rap till I'm blue. You know, but I had to find balance, mm -hmm. yeah. but significant balance, which means, um, can y'all chill? Man, that's crazy. No, hell <laughs> no, we can't chill, motherfucker. I'm gonna let everyone know. We look into my <laughs> little camera. It's a home studio, so I can't help what's look, in the look, home. I just <laughs> look. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't just look. I, I didn't. I didn't see too many movies. Right. And like and like with that. I right. can't remember what the name of that movie when, when the old lady jumped up in the scene. Like, all oh, your fucking kids are gonna die. <laughs> well. Well, you this is saying? this is a breezeway, so it's the space between the garage and the house. So that's not technically in the house. I'm gonna tell y'all that. But, but I keep uh, looking for the old lady. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Wait, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm gonna ask another question to Paris because he's been over there chilling, and then he when he want to answer, he want to answer with some insight. So we're gonna start this next question with you. All right. And only because you said creativity right there. All right. Is so when I once again because I'm not creating. Uh, here y'all go <laughs> because I'm not creating right. all I can think about is the pressure of creating right so to me you see an artist that comes out is hot uh -huh. you never see him again right. and I attribute that to they couldn't do it again Okay. which which sounds like the worst thing you could ever have right because right. you came out you were hot uh -huh. people were feeling you right. and now they're not but I think a lot of that has to do with the business. I don't think that's really on the art. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there's so many it's, artists who come out, they hide, they, and then they just don't have the right team behind them, and there's a lot of, like, contractual issues or whatever. I'm going to let and, them go first, but yeah. I, I got inside on Yeah, so a, I'd see yeah. that, but take that out. Take that out. I'm talking about just the pressure Is you feel on yourself. Create yeah. Do you feel like, again? okay, I, I made four songs, and I don't know how it works at all, but right. you know, I made four songs last month, right? right. And now... I'm halfway through this month, right. and I haven't been in the booth as much as I was. Like, do I need to get in the booth? Do I just right. let it flow? Go. So the album, like I'm doing now, um, I was going out the gate. I was like, I'm about to drop 18 songs, right. you know, whole nine, straight from there. That's where we was at. So I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to just create, create, create. Right. Mind you, I hadn't even took the album to real, you know, at right. Rock Nation yet. So took the album to him. And he had hit me before. He was like, look, the attention span nowadays, he like, the attention span nowadays is short. So 
we gonna have to do something about this. I'm like, all right. So we get down there, we cut it from 18 to eight. Originally, he picked six because he wanted to do an EP, and I'm like, man. Meet me in the middle, bro. Like, I'm like, meet me in the middle. I'm like, I got to get a story, some significance. It got to make sense. And, the, you know, hold on. So he like, all right, bet. We met at seven. So I'm like, okay, we're going to pick seven. Do this. Let's do eight. I'm yeah. like, let's do eight. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he gave me some examples. He was like, you got to look at Push. Push dropped the album at seven. Beyonce and Jay did, you know, they did an album at nine tracks. So he said the attention span. So I, I got it with understanding, like, you got to give something to the people to stick. So me putting myself under that much pressure, yeah. I didn't put a whole nother album back in my archive, right. you know what I'm saying, by overcreating. But that's the thing. No matter, I think we put the pressure on ourselves too much because we think of the, the oh, I got to get something for the radio or right. I got to get something for the streets or I got to get something for the ladies. The same three mm. common avenues that right. we pump our music into. But if you just create significantly mm -hmm. and just create without trying to, forcing yourself to make it right. it's gonna come out organically because right. it should be no it should be no cap when it comes to just creating right. so when you just put yourself in that realm and it's like you just creating to create you expressing yourself and you know it's, it'd be at times where i just make sure i'm not saying some, talking about the same things or saying the same stories or or you know just filtering it you know because you can monitor you like no one else can mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying in particular so when you just create full round house without no up outside interruptions and right. you in your realm and you it's time to you go in that booth and you just let it off and my thing is with me i let my mind breathe yeah. which means i may be at a time where i may be out or i have my phone and record like a punchline, or it may be a hook or it may be a concept or a melody or idea whatever the case may be right. you know i got phones and phones and phones of years worth of ideas that are unused to this day and right. all i'm doing is just adding to it because i never put myself in a in a pressure to create so yeah. it's like i've took that time over the course of years all through my 20s and you know things of that nature to create and you know I felt like I didn't want my content to fall on deaf ears in the way that everything is shifting now. You got to become accustomed to the way that they're shifting, which means you got to keep up with time. Yeah. You got to keep up with the generation. Yeah. You got to, you know, all of this different pressure right. to, to, to be an artist. And my whole thing is this. Like, one guy I admire is Chance, the rapper, because um, he had made a statement on Instagram that paid attention to of um, – how people, you know, were kind of questioning him about music. Right. You know, Chance is highly successful at this point. He's like, look, I know y'all been talking about dropping this music and things of that nature. You know, the pressure right. of creating. He like, I'm living my life. I'm right. about to get married. Y'all going to get that music when I when y'all get ready to. And you right. know what the fans are going to do? They're going to be, they're going to wait. They're going to sit here and be satisfied through elsewhere. Okay, Chance isn't dropping, dropping right now. Okay, we can go ahead and get this appetizer for the moment right. until the entree comes out ready to, you know, mm -hmm. feast on. So that's the type of decree that i'm building on where i want to have those type of fans that are willing to support me and wait for me no matter what you know the circumstances as long as i'm staying true and i'm continuing to give them that content to where they can relate to and it can be something heartfelt and at the end of the day it's timeless and it's it it, it outlives me you know what i'm saying right. so songs that i've created before down the years you know i still can sit back and listen to it people tell me they still can sit back and listen to it and that's that for life fulfilling moments that i want to have mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's just it's it's, it's about being pure yep. that's why i said don't don't you we just put too much pressure on ourselves when it comes to it like 
we it's it's, it's like a, a a demographic almost in a sense to where we like okay I gotta yeah. do this like yeah. this gotta be done like yeah. I gotta I gotta meet these three metrics the yeah. the streets the women the radio like yeah. no just just create just create like yeah. you know what I'm saying whatever the case may be just yeah. create yeah. that's 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 the realm that you gotta live in because mm-hmm. it's no interruption yeah. you know? so I, have a, I have a question oh, oh. you wanna go and speak on that. Yeah, well, ask I, the question. Well, I was going to say, the, I was going to ask both of y'all. So when, for that organic content, that when it comes, it comes, when do you feel most inspired? When do you find yourself writing the most or, like, it just comes to you? Um, is it when you're driving? Is it when you're chilling? Is it, like, is there a certain time where you're just in a zone and you just find yourself coming up with the, the best ideas? So, you know, for me, the yeah, there we go. Hey, for, for me, I never leave my zone. I go to Kroger, looking like Larry. I go, and and it ain't about impressing nobody. People don't, you know. I didn't have, I didn't been around people that feel like it's not even sunny outside. Why do you, why do you have your shades on? It'd be pitch black. I had the darkest shades, you know, because I never leave my zone. So for me, I never hit my power button and say I'm gonna, bro. And I know you can attest to this. I didn't have song ideas come to me in my sleep, and I would get up, yep. and record singing. So I never leave the zone. And, and and with as far as the creating process, literally the only competitor that I have on planet Earth is myself. So I actually get a kick out of. Amen. So have a bell because because yeah. I don't like you checking my stuff. Yeah, no, we got a squirrel. We, we got a squirrel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks, he feeling you. He feeling you. Um. So 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 for me, I'd be them recorded two three records. And and it'll be plenty of times where people are like, oh man, you, did you hear that new so and so and this this this? And honestly, I haven't because I don't like. I will every now and then I step out and I listen to the radio to see to check the temperature to make sure. But large in part, I'm like, okay, yeah, man, the nigga Reek, man, he did his thing on his last one. I gotta bust his ass next time I step in the booth. Sure. And so mm-hmm. I keep it at that. So I never feel the pressure of what oh, I okay. have to. Mm-hmm. I don't because I, I don't care. I sing, I rap. I might be in an R&B mood. I might be in a rap singing mood. Mm-hmm. Or I might sometimes, with the, with the way to be riding, I might just want to spit. And then other people be like, no, no, I'm a, a singer. Nope, I'm I'm, I'm a, I'm a spit a 12 on How this. How are because, you a freestyle? I mean, I do, I do whatever. Can you, you know? do a freestyle right now? I don't know. I just want to yeah, spice yeah. things up. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I could, but see, if I was listening, if I was listening to the to the to the beat or whatever, it got a, a, a little oh, bit of lag on it. Oh, you got a beat? No, I don't, oh, no okay. I, don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't feel no pressure, but if you want to, feel yeah. free. <laughs> it's it's no pressure. Okay, it's impossible. Okay, you know, I mean it's really just about subject matter. But then, see the thing of it is, is you know we both MCs, we both spit. So I mean, if that wind up being the case, then we both gotta do it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, well let's do a battle then. Shit, no, let's go. Man. No, you ain't ready. Oh, come on. A, a, a battle rapper, I'm not. You're not but, I could, well, but I could. But I could. I listen. I definitely could be. It's just for me, I, I, you know, the whole, I got my own feel, my feeling about it. So listen, so I, so like I said, I write, I I love music. Mm -hmm. So like when my kids were little, we used to sit around the little fireplace. Mm -hmm. I'm just playing. Mm -hmm. But no, we would sit around and we'd be like, okay, we'll start a story and then you pick it up. And then you pick it up. And we would start out just like with a story and then we would go into rhyming. And so I got my kids, all of them, like they started at a young age. And now they all that they're older are very into music and writing. They all, you know, do really well in English and stuff like that. But, um... I think that's that's a fun exercise that that yeah. you know if you are musically inclined or if you have musically inclined children to get them into mm-hmm. that at a young age and be able to think on their feet yeah. what to say next. 
thousand percent. So if y'all yeah. want to do that little game, you know, yeah, feel free. You know what I'm saying? We, we can. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. Alex got to jump in too if we, <laughs> if we do I just, it. I already told y'all. I didn't see. Put me on the spot like that. I'll shut this whole thing down. <laughs> and I mean, turn it off. I don't mean shut it down. Let's, let's not get um, that. I mean, you guys answered the question perfect right. for what I, 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 but I was asking about where they get the inspiration. Did I answer the inspiration thing? Yeah, you said that you'll never turn off. Mm, yeah. So you, you stay yeah. inspired. You yeah. stay creative. Because yeah. uh, well, I asked about the pressure of creation, yeah. Yeah. about right. creation, yeah, and, and you took over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just really is like with me. Well, hold on. Answer when you answer that. Also answer it from like specific sources because that's something I asked at the start is, okay. is do you get it from different types of music different okay. types of mm. artists so when you answer that give us that full full answer um really just kind of like I just always kind of like do homework on like what I've done last yep. you know um what have I done as far as like the last record that I may have recorded or it's just it's just a wind of emotion you know so whatever in particular like it's, it's something that you just can't escape from you know after you become it you are it so when you wake up, it's like you think about your dreams, your goals, and your endeavors and how you can continue to create to, you know, outdo yourself. And you like I said, continue to make things that outlive you to help others live on, you know. Mm-hmm. So and particularly, like, as far as with any inspirations, I'm, I'm more so, like, a fan of, like, the golden age era, you know, like back in the 90s mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I came up. You know, watching like breakdancing and mm-hmm. you know things of that nature. So that's how old the, are you? I'm 26. So okay. that's what I'm into now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I was really like molded to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Molded to be as far as with like just making sure that I be a part of this. Like, it was somehow, yeah. some way, I'm like, yo, this is like crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like from the jump when I did like a a little battle with my brother. You know, my uh, uncle's housewarming in the basement. That don't that moment in particular, like always catching flashes, like being that same kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I always want to have that forever feeling. You know, so that's that's what keeps me thriving. Like being that same little kid that was with the big glasses, it was chubby and was just rapping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Into break dancing. You still got big glasses. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, it's just like that's just that's where I'm at, you know, with it as far as with just keeping that life and that, that life and the, the creativity pumping. Sure. Let me ask you, know? you this. What's your favorite project that you've worked on so far or your favorite song? Uh, I like the song that I have. I, I have to say is like my favorite is called Staring at the Sky. And the reason that I feel that is because it, it touched on a, on, a, on a lot of sensitive sides within me and just outside, you know, in the world that's going on as well. So, and where were you when that came to you? I was in a real dark place. I was in a real dark place when I made that song because it was like I was in a drastic relationship and, you know, finances wasn't the best and I was just, you know, I had a I had a car that, that the engine was blown in it that I was keeping away from the people that was trying to come pick it up, you know what I'm saying? And I was just in un, being in an unhealthy mindset, like I was getting real skinny. Um, you know, I was just it was just a it was just mad abusive, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just it was it was aggressive. So I felt like when I wrote that record, it just it was in a dark place. And I don't wanna say that in order to create great timeless timeless content, you gotta be real really in a dark space of things, but Ironically, that's how great projects and great content come about when yeah. people really go through the most. Some but I think it's a, it's a, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. 
I was only gonna say I think because it's a real space, right? Yeah. If you in a happy place, yeah. Like like uh, one per one artist I can think of that does that, like John Legend, seems yeah. to write a lot of songs in a happy place. Yeah. Because it's real. It's a really happy place. So. Yeah. No, I was gonna say some of the most beautiful art comes from a, some of the most traumatic experiences, yeah, but true. also I think just extreme emotions because some of the most extreme high that you might get being su- super in love or yep. you know going through a really good time in life can also inspire really great music. If you right. Some of the greatest love ballads and things like that. Right. Um, what about you, Rig? What's one of the mo- your most favorite projects or, or projects that you're proud of, and how what inspired you to do that? Um, you know what? Being somebody that's an artist myself that sings and can offer um, pure R and B with no hip hop, and that can also give pure hip hop with no R and B, and then give you the hybrid, and then be the person that can compartmentalize and write from a female perspective strictly for a female artist and then turn and then write from a male, uh, it's impossible for me to have a favorite. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it literally virtually, um, cause, cause I'll play you, I could play you a string of 10 songs that's produced and created by me and, and sang and performed by me and rapped by me. And, and you, and you wouldn't even know yeah. that that is the same person. If I didn't tell you, you kind of wouldn't know until mm-hmm. you like, so, um, I just, I stay inspired by, um, what the situation calls for, because if I gotta if I gotta write a Rihanna type record, where I, and, and then I get in and I do that type of record, and it, and it wind up being the smash for that, and then I gotta turn around and, and do something for you know, you know Kodak Black or something. I obviously can't be in that same mindset right. because they're di- you know. So I'm so used to just switching. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I don't I don't have a favorite. I love I got a song called Music that I'm singing my I'm singing in my falsetto through the whole entire record. And then I got um, the, the the record that um that I sent you the one called uh, What You Know About Survival to where I'm straight straight spitting and mm-hmm. like you said like well like you said about uh, stuff coming from a, a rough p- place the opening line of that <clears throat> literally said ever stayed in a house with no kitchen meaning no appliances and low chicken pushing foreign whips in your clothes fly kind of knowing to attract the gold diggers baby mama's on some bullshit make me fuck around and dump a full clip at the FOC because they bugging me trying to murder pockets in the first degree like. That came from a real place. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because those situations did happen right. before, so that'll resonate with me. And then it like like when when Cube heard that, that was really one of the first ones that that he was like, "Yo, yeah, I gotta have this because he he loves real bars." And you know, mm-hmm. you know how you feel. You know, some of the older cats feel about the uh, the mumble rap shit. Absolutely. So for him to hear that shit and it was refreshing. It's like, damn, yeah, I, I fuck with this. And he picked that, and that led to the other one. So for sure. I mean, yeah. I think that's. I mean, the ability to tap into some of your previous <coughs> experiences or emotional state of mind or emotional places, I think is is what really um, helps make great music. I mean, if you're just always going off of how you feel now. Yeah. Then you can't tap into past experiences. I think it limits your creative ability. Yeah, that's sure. a thousand percent. And like when I'm working with an artist, you know, I mean, but that's really why I excelled on the acting side and, and, and will because it's not about how I'm feeling at the time. You think mm-hmm. about this concept. Mariah Carey gets up there, or no, no. Uh, let's take Whitney Houston for for an example. How many times did she tour over the, the the course of her career? And if you think about the um, the, the song and and I will always love you. Okay, that's a kind of like sad song. Yeah. If she's happy at the time, then how does she accurately perform mm-hmm. that record? Right. So, you, so you act, and this is what I tell artists, you have to become actors and actresses. 
Right. With humility attached to it. You gotta make people feel it. Like you gotta jump in the moment and be able to. Which I could even see that because when you write the song, you may be sad and you might not be sad no more. Mm -hmm. So now you really gotta act it out. Yeah. See, the thing is, if I have to write a sad song for somebody and I'm happy, I still have to be able to tap into that essence. If I gotta write a song about you know something sexy and I'm not. Well, no, I'm always that. That's a bad. <laughs> that's a bad example. But you feel, Hold on, you feel wait, what I'm saying? The cameras, my, my camera. Your camera got it too. He got the bling on. He got the dark glasses. He said, hey, he got all he, that. He said he can't tap out of. He always yeah, sexy. I, I feel that. Nah, you know what I'm saying. I meant in the. I know. I was saying I'm always in the freaky mindset. Got that's you. what I was saying. So I can't. But that was a bad example. But you feel okay. me? Like if yeah. I'm not there mentally and I got to do that, then you know that's just what we do. Here's here's a question. Unless you got something. No, go ahead. So you. You even brought up the talent thing mm. and, and thinking about other yeah, artists man. and stuff like that. So to me, I'm a, I'm a basketball player by trade. A lot of a lot of my work ethic and stuff like that was all grown mm-hmm. through sports. Me right? Too. You guys, you know, focus on this. Now it's business. Now it's yeah. podcasting. Whatever I'm in it, into, I'm in it. But here's the thing: I think, right? Like Amber can't touch me on podcasts. Right, what? because uh, hold on, because as an athlete, you learn that, right? Like if I don't have that mentality, like the like the thing Kobe came out with. I don't know if you guys yeah, watch actually. Like yeah, with Kobe, where uh, James Corden made him yeah. answer who's MJ the best three yeah. out of him, LeBron yeah. and Michael yeah, Jordan. Like me. I know me, like you could give me those three, and I need to name four, and I'm always gonna say me first, and I really mean that because if I ever come out on the court and I think I'm the best, like what am I doing? You know what I mean? So like my thought process is. When you talk about talent, do you is some of that from that competition, right? Like y'all two sit next to each other, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I can sing," and you probably like, "I mean, he cool," <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it like that, or is it different because it's music? And 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 the fact is that you could be different because I, let me just finish. It's if we're both on the basketball court, we're both basketball players, mm-hmm. right? So right. I got to be a better basketball player than you, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm on the basketball court and I'm playing against a football player, like, he can be a better football player than me. Mm-hmm. Just, like, he can be a better singer than you. You can be a, you, do, you understand right, what I'm saying? Right. Talk to me about the competition in your mind. I so, so, so the, well, the funny thing is the angle, when you mentioned the talent thing, that wasn't even the angle that I was coming from. So right. I'm going to expound on what, what was in my head. Yep. In today's industry, unfortunately, yeah. and my brother can attest to this, bro, they're, they're looking at numbers. They're paying attention to numbers. 100%. Listen, if you have zero talent whatsoever and you sitting on 500,000 followers and you can't write and right. you can't rap, they will hire the best writers right. and hire the best yeah. producers and turn you into a sensation right. for the sole reason of capitalizing on those numbers because yeah. those numbers to them on the business side translate into sales. Right. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, you will hear a lot of people be like, oh, man, I hear a lot of bullshit on the radio. Somehow mm-hmm. they went fucking viral. And some... <laughs> hey, look, man. Look, I work. I work with a lot of artists, and I'm and I'm always so I can't single out a one because right. that that might fuck up the church's money. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it is what it is. You know, some is talented, some aren't. But so so that was that was. Oh, hold on, though. We can say that. Is that what that is? Yeah. What blueface? Yeah. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you like this. I saw a video. He's actually kind of smart in terms of like he built himself up online first, but then right. he dropped the shit. So people was already anticipating it, and they was gonna eat it up no matter what he dropped. Sure. And that's why he can get away with dropping, that's in my move. opinion, that's super the way, garbage music. I don't think he's. The, the, between you don't think me he's and garbage? You? No. Hold oh, on, I was hold like, I'm between me and you, I y'all don't have to comment. Between me and you, I yeah. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> so, so as far as on the as far as on the competition side, like you know, okay, if I, I will say that if I'm on a record, like if we if we hop on a on a record, and I think this just kind of because and we, we 
Bro, how we been friends all this? We ain't never did one fucking song. Man, I'm gonna block. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame me, you for that. You want me to put a beat on right now? Y'all need to go. That's what I'm saying. Mean, I'm just trying to get up. I mean, so, man. so look. Now I'm sure you, because you, you play sports too, right? Yeah. Now, I was. I, I finished like you know fourth in the state track. You know, I hooped. Okay. I played baseball. Yeah. You know, football had hands. You know, so so the competitive as far as like the athlete part, we can we can attest to that. If you put us on a record together. I'm not necessarily thinking about eating him on the record, but a part of us is that's just naturally like he already because he already know like a oh, reek gonna bring it, so I'm gonna bring my A game right. if for no other reason not to say that I ate the, ate him, but like nigga, we went we went pound for pound, and right. they, and I'm not talking about a, a battle record like right. we we could be making a right, song sure. about this glass. Oh. We gonna come hard. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I think yeah. another I thing mean, too is y'all probably have too? different. Wait, wait. I think, you feel that too? Uh, I think I think I think my perspective of it is this: is that it's it's more so like. Amber getting mad. We're gonna <laughs> no, share. Like, no, 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 it's all, I it's all good. It's no fun intended. But no, um, I think my perspective is this: is like, um, how can I put this the best way? I leave the the opinions for the people. Hundred percent. You have yeah. to. You know what I'm saying? My thing is this: I'm just here to create. Sure. Like. Whatever you come to the table with, whatever you doing, whatever you got, that's you, my right. nigga. Right. Like, yeah, period. do your thing. I'm just here to create. Right. I don't want to deal with the outside. Yeah. You know, hoorah. Yeah. Like, let me just create. Like, right. I'm so, when I say I am so adamant about continuing to keep the life that I was when I was 10, right. I really mean that. You know, because I don't ever want my son to have to grow up and grow up and compromise himself with nobody. So I want him to always see, like, my dad stayed true to him because he didn't allow people's opinions or people's validation or anything of that nature. So rather we get on the record together and we going toe for toe, pound for pound. Do you, my dog? I'm not here to be like... I laid a body down on that man or whatever the right, case. Right, like, exactly. look, <laughs> yeah. I'm, look, my nigga, just create. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you great in your own way. I'm great in my own way. 100%. And we just align it. So, so, so when we doing the record, bro? When we doing it? You know, I, look, I mean, it's no excuse. I, I own my own studio. I feel so we ain't got to book nothing. Let's you get in. I mean? You Let's know, it's it. no biggie. You know, <laughs> we come up, we get some ideas. It's the whole yeah. nine. But my thing is, like I said, I just leave the outsideness for the outsiders. Right. Right. You feel me? That's that's for y'all, the people. Sure. Y'all, y'all not the creators. So yeah. you know. And I think I mean, like we talked about this on the last podcast. I asked you, I have floss on the show, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so y'all are doing the same shit. Y'all are both like masters of a million different trades. You're you're messing, mm-hmm. but and y'all was like, yeah, there's no competition. It's all love. And I'm like, what? I was surprised by that answer. But I think the more that I think about it, and I get in tune with a lot of different things, it's like, first of all, people I think who's really about this shit is in competition with themselves, nobody else. Yeah. I think uh, secondly, um. It is for the people to decide. Y'all have a lot of people have different demographics, and thirdly, think about it like this: There's like how we go to the store, you go grocery shopping. There, how many different brands of bread are there? And yet they all yeah. <laughs> they oh, all sell it. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's at this point right now. Excuse me, being rude, but I just feel like it's no, a, no, no. That's 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 a rule of here. You get to do whatever you want to do. I just <laughs> I I just feel like this, like this. Let's just say, for instance, it's enough room on this court for everybody to score buckets right Mm -hmm. and i'm just that's just how it is i think we just live in this mindset of this trap mechanism where it's like give me this give me that i want this i want that da 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 da, whatever the case but it's like it's so many i look at it like this like 
the music that it's like the internet is full of it's like a it's like a freeway. Yep. You know, it's a freeway with a lot of people putting their cars and going to a different direction. And all the cars and the people is are the creators and the content driving in a lane. Rather the lane, rather be slower or rather be faster. Pick your lane. Yep. Drive that lane. Coast yourself. Pace because some people need to pace themselves, uh, you know, more than others. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you drive that lane until you get to the destination that you get to lead you to more. Same thing with the gym. If you want to be in a gym and you working out in the gym and you keep yourself going and you get to that goal that you reach now that you've reached that goal all you have to do is maintain yeah, right. you feel me you got to maintain now so you don't have to go as hard as you did you can pace yourself it's just like what a house you buy a house after you have the house and it's paid for and things of that nature and things of that all of that whole nine all you got to do is maintenance it maintain yeah. it just maintain so that's what i want to continue to do with the people and the music i just want to maintain the people and keep them innovating and going up you know what i'm saying and always on the edge of their seats to where it's like okay he always comes to the table and and with a different entree a different dish rather mm -hmm. it be an appetizer rather it be a, a full course meal or whatever but everything that he just touched is is is, is fulfilling sure you know so that's i just we like i said man I, i'm just about creating so yeah. <laughs> and it's a different different mindset right yeah because of course not, because because he just explained it and that's not me like I'm, I'm coming. Like it, it, whatever I'm doing, I want to be the best at what I do. And see, that's what drives me. See, yeah, you, right. you, when you said like you're thinking about something, um, you think about creating something that's gonna last. Yeah. Right? Like, I never think that. I never think what what's gonna happen down the road. I'm thinking right now. Right. I'm gonna kill my man. And that, like I said, that comes from a sports mentality. And, yeah. and so the thing is, so if I if I had to put yo kill my man right. headphones on, and it's not put in any any particular sure. direction. Yeah. Um. So you you seen the the Marvel the thing you know the you know Thanos on how yeah it yeah, was. yeah yeah so if somebody raps like bar for bar like on some battle shit like the shit that I would do would be unfair right because I'd say okay cool that was dope not pull a piano on yeah play the shit and <laughs> then I rap it at the same time yeah, right, like right. how can you 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 feel exactly. me exactly it's not you know what I'm saying then it's like oh yeah well, well bar for bar all right cool then I grab the acoustic right. guitar and I'm playing right. and then I'll spit. You, so it's a whole, and then, like, okay, well, I'm going to get my sister. She's going to sing the hook, and then I'm going to grab the mic, and I'm going right. to sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like, but, yeah. But see, my mentality is that's what drives me because I would love that. Because yeah. I would get, force you to hey, be better. We get, we get, exactly. So we get done, I'll be like. I got to learn how to play piano. Yeah, So I'm not going to have all of it, but the next right. time I'm going to have the piano, right. you're going to pull yours out right. and be like. Like, I can do it too, motherfucker. Yeah, right. And yeah. so it's different. And, and that's why I wanted to hear it because yeah. that's also okay to right. me. I understand that because here's the thing is both sides is. Yeah, because there's no right and wrong. Even on a basketball court, you have some people that's out there that that's not their thing. They just want to play basketball. Yeah. Like, I just want to play. And it's not. And I've seen some dudes out there that don't have a passion for basketball that can hoop. That can hoop. That yeah. can hoop. But that's the difference between a mama mentality. Like, for right. instance, all right, yeah. so so when I was younger, I, I was the motherfucker that would put the Vince Carter jersey on, yeah. and all I wanted to do was go and dunk on somebody. I think right. the tallest dude I ever dunked in was like six seven. Yeah. Put it in his mouth, out of Joe Dumas, yeah. right? And then so I, I had respect for for uh, Vince Carter. Yeah, loved him, loved him to death to this day, and he's still hooping. Kobe, with the Mamba mentality, he was like, "I'm a killer. I'm yeah. gonna kill you. I'm gonna destroy you." Whoever Vince never had that. Right. And he was super skilled. He just right. it never was like. 
any, every time you get on the court, I'm gonna put. He all didn't you. have a he didn't have a killer instinct. Right, exactly. You gotta. I think it's, exactly. it's in my perspective. I mean, cut <clears> anybody <throat> off. But my thing is, you gotta know when to turn the killer instinct on and off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And some people never turn. It some off. people never turn it off, and it's a it's it can be a it can be a good thing or a bad or thing. Bad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it can, it's a gift and a curse. You know. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's no, probably good. why I'm not creative, right? Because I'm not just staying with where I'm at. Right. I, I can admit that, like, I see you do something. I want to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, uh, <clears throat> someone around me speaks Spanish. I'm like, Dang, right. I've always wanted to speak Spanish. I'm going to go learn Spanish. You right. know what I mean, but and it's not that we're not both growing. Right. Because right? you growing right. your own thing. I'm growing because learning something new and being it better drives, you drives me different you. ways. Right. So, yeah. So anyways. Yeah. 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 Okay. OK. So I, I know we got to wrap up. I think we're running out of. Film or something. You looking at the camera like. Okay, oh, yeah. the battery. I'm like, we running out of time. Okay. We about a we so, about an hour and ten in. Yeah. So all right. So um, I want to give you an opportunity to both say any any last things you want to say. Um, shout out how people can find you, follow you, what they should be looking out for, and then before we wrap up, I'm gonna play uh, one of Paris's projects. I'm gonna pull it up. I know. Um, so yeah, I'll give you all. And I'm, so we're gonna do Larik first, and then we'll do you, so you can introduce your song. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep right? I'm gonna keep it short and simple. Okay. She, Follow, follow me on Instagram. I am underscore Lyric. I am underscore L Y R I Q, and uh, I mess with everybody, so it's like hard to shout out one particular person. What I who I will shout out, and and who I'm gonna call the man of the hour right now, Mr. Paris Noel. <laughs> Go get his album. You heard it from me first, and the last thing I want to say is play his record. Oh See? yeah, man. It's um well. <clears throat> I'm me, you know, Paris Noel. Um, you can look me up on all social media, uh, Paris Noel, pretty much P-A-R-I-I-S-N-O-E-L. Um, if you go to my website at theparisnoel.com, it has all the latest updates, social media, um, pictures, um, events, things of that nature, new music. I am releasing an album um, May 2019, this year, um, titled Beautifully Flawed. And the album is significantly surrounding around change. Um, realizing you need to change, becoming the change, and staying the change, you know. So, um, this record that I have now is uh, recently released. It's actually Big Rings, Big Dreams, actually produced by my guy Jupiter Galaxy, um, mixed and engineered by my guy Maestro Williams out of Silent Riot Studios, and you know, I'm just here to create, man. I'm just here to create. Thank y'all so it. much. You can play it whenever you're ready. Yep. Thanks all right. So we're gonna it. play Big Rings, Big Dreams right now. Turn up in the headphones so I can hear. Shit that I
I don't know, yeah. Like when these niggas claiming hoods that they ain't from, yeah. Your little fame is running good, but not for long, yeah. Don't feel ashamed, what's understood is set in stone. Let it be known, no fucking shit up and leaving. I'm on my Rocky B shit, this shit is many perceiving. I really like what we achieving, this shit we doing way too easy. I swear to you, that's what my team is. With 2020, you couldn't see this. I know it's hard to believe it, this is our season. You might take a shot, but I take better shots. My team not really looking, we already scouted. And this is for those ones that ever hit dotted. We need big dreams and big rings, make sure they extra shiny. Whoa, 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 here we go. Everybody trying to tell us what we know. All from the city that is gritty, yeah, I know. But this year gon' be yeah. the year, and that's for sure. Always more. Now this is what you less. ask for. We call it the task force. Your music is mad born. You making me laugh, boy. And that's what you mad for? Go cry to the tabloids. Your bitch on my back door. While listen to Pandora. It's really a shame that niggas you claim you pick up the tab for them. This foreign exchange is more than a name. Come get on this platform. It's about to get bad for them. This year I'm in rare form. I'm coming up territorial. So the people not here for you. We just came from Atlanta. We had a show up with slamming. On the roadway, way up so high, you scared of traveling. On my way to Alabama, the fuck with Dre and all the gammas. Well, can I say I'm hard to handle? I really wonder how I'm balancing. Between me and you, I never knew that I would make it this far from marriage. But now you at a disadvantage. Now here the plan, here the damage. Whoever thought that I was lagging, I really don't think that it matters. It's sad to say that you ain't man enough. My team is here and we ain't letting up. This is the heads up. You might take a shot, but I take better shots. My team not really looking, we already scouted. And this is for those ones that ever had doubted. We need big dreams and big rings, make sure they extra shiny. Whoa, 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 here we go. Everybody trying to tell us what we know. All from the city that is really, yeah, I know. But this year gonna be the year, that's for sure. Always more, nothing less. Good stuff. Yeah. Is right. that the one where I saw the video too? Did you have nah. a video on YouTube? Nah, that's that. I ain't even did a visual for that. That really? was like, yeah. I'm, I'm what just... was the one that I saw the video for when you was with Rail and all of them? Uh, in my bag. You came hard as hell on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Did you, uh, did you want to hear the um the uh, always win it? Is enough time when we out? Yeah, we can do yeah, it. I got a question while she's setting it up. Uh-huh. I asked you guys, do you listen to other music? Like other genres of music, so you guys do hip hop. I love everything. I I done produced a record that had a Celtic feel to it. Yeah, I literally fuck fuck with everything. If yeah. you look, you look, you see a uh, Zach Brown band, uh, Hop from Zach Brown band, good friend of mine. Um, you know what I'm saying? I went to their concert. Yeah, was, well, was especially like, you because you playing so many different. I, 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 yeah, I love every. I love all that. Only thing I mess with is metal because I can't deal with the because yeah. it hurt my throat. Yeah. Other than that. I'm ready. Shoot your shot, nothing but neck, cause I ain't never missing. Everybody taking L's, but I'm always winning. Got us laughing to the bank, but we always grinning. Just shoot your shot, shoot your shot, shoot your shot, shoot it. Just pull out the cannons and shoot from a mile away. See, only the realists to understand. Whatever you tell me, I can, I can. I probably just do it once, then do it twice just to show that I can again. I promise I'm not a fluke, though. 
You might be fatal, but I'm Luke, though. You think you're Jordan, but you're cool, coach? And I'm sick, think I got the flu, coach. Up at 38, that's a true toast, Paul. Pure shit, I'm the truth, yo. Up the stat sheets with a bad chick. When you doubt me, shit is tragic. Gotta win now, I'm an addict. Need my fix, I gotta have it. Success becomes a habit. It's only one shot away. It's only one shot away. However you want it, however you like it. Give it to you right away. Give it to you right away. Pull up in the wind like a winner again. You can see it's just how we play. You can see it's just how we play. And we good at it, that's a fact. If I lace with my shoes, promise that's a rap. Better get out the way, I'm coming to the rack. Shoot your shot, nothing but neck, cause I ain't never missing. Everybody taking ills, but I'm always winning. Got us laughing to the bank, till we always grinning. Just shoot your shot, shoot your shot, shoot your shot. See, I believe in trying, it's just an excuse to put up with the bull that you've been through. You see all the shining, you love it, but won't put in work for the title you covet. But everybody want to be the champ, though. And what you think you earn that stamp for? You got a couple bands stashed in the rubber band. Got to show everybody who you're better than. Then we ain't never had shit, and it's never then. Got the white man laughing so eloquent. Lie. Look at this shot they're taking, it's a wrap. I wonder if I can take them off the map and make them think they graduated because they black, they maturated. But imagination whack We gotta do better people That's a fact If I'm taking shots For keeping it on whack It's only one shot away It's only one shot away However you want it However you like uh, it Give it to you right away Give it to you right away Pull up in the wind Like a winner again yeah. You can see it's just how we play You can see it's just how we play And we good at it That's a fact If I lace up my shoes Promise that's a rap Better get out the way I'm coming to the rack Shoot your shot Nothing but neck Cause I ain't never missing Everybody taking ills But to the bank till we always grin it. Just shoot your shot, shoot your shot, shoot your shot, shoot it. Shoot your shot, nothing but neck, cause I ain't never missing. Everybody taking ills, but I'm always winning. Got us laughing to the bank till we always grin it. Just shoot your shot, shoot your shot, shoot your shot. You know, we gotta grab a picture before everybody knows. Yep, for sure. All right, thanks.